Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. It's just going to be our whole show, an hour, <laughs> pounding on the desk. One of these days, we'll do it. Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN. Thanks for hanging out with us on a Wednesday. Bright, beautiful, and... Uh, I don't, does it feel any different, Joe, to you? Feel any different? Yeah. No, feels about the same. Okay. Just, in, in this studio, yeah. No, I, I'm just, like, in general, today, does it feel any different? Oh, I get what you mean. Do, is COVID we, over for you? I feel like I did yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I, I, I think about the same thing. It's kind of like what we talked about. It's nothing that's affected me yet. Now, if you ask me, if we had waited till September, right, to pass this or to say, quote, COVID is over and have the fireworks show, I would say, yeah, Brian, it does, because I know the home opener a week from now uh, will be a full stadium. Uh, But the fact that that is, you know, two or three months away, I I feel about the same. Yeah. Um, By the way, that was um, late last night where that was changed a little bit in the state's rules on major events. So it'll be interesting to see what Erie County Fair, you know, some of the taste of Buffalo. You talk about an event that, I mean, it has to be limited to 20,000 people across the entire two days of the weekend instead of, you know, 400,000 plus that they normally get. It, it had to be reduced in capacity because of the rules. Yeah. Well, now tech, that's outdoors. So uh, in that statement to WBEN yesterday, the state health department says outdoor venues no matter the size, can operate at 100% capacity without restrictions. Indoor event venues with a capacity greater than 5,000, those are the large events that uh, must continue to follow state guidance. And I've spent the entire morning, Joe, realizing that I'm really terrible at estimating crowds. You and me both. I would have thought that Shays was over 5,000, so I am not good (laughs) at knowing capacity of places I've been to several times. Yeah, um, so to give you, that basically impacts um, the arena, obviously, over 5,000 and indoors. Um, Alumni Arena at UB is like around 6,000 or so, so it would impact that. But like, if you were to just have me guess, right, at capacity... For certain things, like the Center for the Arts at UB, 
I I would have guessed, you know. Yeah, you know, five, six thousand people. Yeah, it's uh, it's like seventeen hundred people. Wow, <laughs> you know, I'm <laughs> I'm that kind of way when uh, talking about uh, the capacity of things. So I, it took me a while to get a good grasp of that. So that's most concert venues would fall under that, so they don't have to worry about restrictions or uh, vaccinated sections and unvaccinated sections or checking people's status at the door, anything like that. Um, it's really just the arena, alumni arena. Um, that would fall under in places like that. And places that, let's be honest, probably don't have any events until September anyway. There's really nothing planned this summer for the arena. You know, so hopefully by the time there's events again in those places, the 5,000 plus is no longer a restriction. Yeah, and what does that mean for the Bills? I, we don't know yet. I, my favorite part of the statement from the state was, Highmark uh, Stadium is considered an outdoor venue. Right. Oh, really? I, what, <laughs> what made you consider it an outdoor venue? I don't like what what gave you the uh... <laughs> did they need a committee to look at that and say, all right, here is a list of venues in New York State. I think that's outdoors. <laughs> I think. Do we do flyovers? That's outdoors. Um, but it remains to be seen what's going to happen there, because we've heard from the county executive for months. He said uh, anyone who wants to go to the game is going to have to show proof of vaccination. That's that's the rule. That's not required as per the state rules. The bills haven't commented on this. Will. I guess see what ha- I would imagine something would have to happen soon though. Right. I mean, you are talking. We're a couple months away from preseason. You'd like to know what tickets you can sell. That Billy Joel concert is That's right. You know, it would be funny if you know this rule was made for you know Bills games, but Billy Joel before then was. Billy Joel <laughs> has to follow the restriction. Yeah. yeah, it's not considered outdoor for Billy Joel. Um, but you know that's going. To, and then the baseball games. We saw the Yankees yesterday said, okay, well with these new rules. Starting Friday, 100% capacity. Yep. Um, no restrictions and uh, everything like that. So we'll see what happens with the Blue Jays. I think that's pretty interesting. Uh, people have bought tickets based on, you know, this certain set of rules for uh, the next month plus right. of games. So how does that change things, right? Which, that's that's what I look at. Because you've already bought tickets. Are they going to have to reissue Every ticket so they can fill seats because every ticket now, if you're looking in the vaccinated sections, you're in a pod and you have tickets around you. So what the unvaccinated happens? section. I'm sorry, the unvaccinated section. So what happens? Do they just sell the tickets around the pods or do they reissue your tickets? And that's the same thing I think about the Taste of Buffalo because now you've already got people buying tickets yeah. for what was supposed to be a restricted event, something that's not usually a ticketed event. Mm-hmm. So where do we go from here? Yeah, you can't just open the floodgates and say, well, yeah, and everyone will bought a ticket sorry you paid an extra you know ten dollars that you didn't need to right i mean do do you make it open then anyone who wants to buy a ticket goes but then there's people who regardless of covid or not covid right if you uh were thinking about this i think there's probably a lot of people who saw that and was like yeah you know what i'll go down the taste of buffalo this year because i just i don't like the crowd period right you know it's hard to get through i don't like waiting in the line or doing that, you know, because there always is so many people down there. You know, this is finally the year I go. And maybe you were looking forward to yeah. the no cross. So you don't want to upset those people. I think it leaves a lot of people in kind of a tricky situation, right? Well, that's what we've been doing the entire 15 yeah, yeah, months. Yeah, it's true. I mean, what what difference <laughs> is there? Um, so we'll remain to be seen. I'm, I, I'm a little, you know, I, I wonder what's going to happen. Because I got a table on the party deck in the unvaccinated section. Because that's... Cool. I want to sit in the outfield. I want to catch some home runs. Party deck, yeah. And uh, I, you know, I hope my seat doesn't change or something. Um, Or you know, it would actually be nice if they added some more tables 
a little bit more atmosphere yeah. in there. As long as I get to keep my table. Well, I think that's what I <laughs> you're on the party deck. I think I think you'll be. But that's one of the you know, one of the risks the Blue Jays took when they went through July 21st. Yeah. You know, I mean, but hey, the New York Mets did the same thing. You, they started at the beginning of this month selling for the rest of the season. Obviously, now they're going to have to somehow add tickets. As you said, the Yankees have already figured out how they're going to do that. Yeah, people need some planning. So they're going to 100 percent capacity at uh, Yankee Stadium starting this Friday. I still have to wear my mask when I pick up my son from uh, That's right. daycare inside the school because those rules are still the same. Good to know. Uh, Pittsburgh Pirate Games are going 100% July 1st. I'll be there July 16th to see the Amazing Mets play. So mm-hmm. that'll it won't be a full house. So it doesn't really mean anything we're talking to Pirates. However, it's nice to know that they are going 100% uh, in the state below us. I do have to say something did change a little bit. You know, I, I was saying earlier this week, I, I don't think it's going to feel much different. It will feel a little bit different. Because you will be able to go places without, you know, like we said, the penalty box, the glass dividers, you know, all these things. Um, But what did kind of set it off for me a little bit yesterday was at the gym, they took the padlock off the sauna. There it is. So the the padlock was off of the sauna and you were allowed to go in. Now, I, I don't think I'm going to use the sauna right now. Going outside has been a sauna enough over like this past weekend, but... I mean, seeing that was like a visual representation of, like, okay, it's we're back here, you I, know, 100%. I can't wait for a post-workout sauna visit uh, today. So little things like that, I, I think, change my mind. You can let us know, 803-0930 on our Volkswagen Vorture Park text board or by giving us a call if it, it's over for you, if yesterday kind of signaled the end of the pandemic or if you're one of the people who are still kind of dealing with one of these restrictions either set forward by the state or, hey, we know there's a lot of workplaces that aren't necessarily going to quickly change things around. I was thinking this at the grocery store, you, you know, you're walking around without a mask. Things have generally been pretty normal yeah. there throughout. But like I'm thinking the plexiglass between you and the um, cashier when you go to check out. I, that's probably not going anywhere, right? I, I, I wouldn't think so. I don't think they're just going to take that down. Um, so I, I feel like things like that are going to stay up. Um, there are definitely certain industries, I think, that you know you can kind of look at and say, well, uh, there are still going to be some restrictions put on here. And if you're working there or if it's someplace you go a lot and you're still going to be living that way, you know, let us know what you think about it. Eight zero three zero nine thirty. You know, some places are probably going to say it's nice to have this shield between me and the customer because I find uh, with that shield you're less less likely to talk to the cashier while they're ringing you out. And I'm sure some who work in that industry uh, don't like their line being held up by someone who talks their ear off. So maybe they leave the shields up for that that reason. <laughs> I think there might be a little bit of that, right? Um, I tell you what's not coming back, though, and this kind of goes to the conversation we had yesterday, right, about, you know, the you were there when, and one way to show, like, I was there was you have the ticket stub, right? I, physical tickets. Never. I, they're just not coming Unless back. Unless you're printing it out, no physical ticket. So that's a bummer for me. I still get physical tickets anywhere I can. I, I like having the actual ticket stub, but that's not coming back. No. And that's not a COVID thing. I mean, that was never a COVID thing, right? Like cash or physical tickets, or doing things like that. It sped it up. 
Yeah. A lot it, of places were trying to go cashless. A lot of the ticket distributors were trying to completely get rid of physical tickets. This sped it up. This gave them a reason to say, we're not taking cash anymore. We're not taking physical tickets anymore. And it basically gave um, you know a way for whatever you're buying a ticket to or whatever you're looking for that receipt to. Now they're sending you emails every day. Right? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's the whole reason why. It's it's not better for the consumer in any way except for, well, now you get a follow-up email. Like, hey, you like your time there? Why don't you buy a hat? Yeah, you know? right. I bought I bought something. I'm looking for the receipt to return it. However, there's 15 emails from that company uh, when I purchased it. I, But, you know, that's do – you, do you do like I do when it comes to emails? You have an email address you give to – companies for receipts and stuff but that's just for that mm-hmm. so it's just full of junk mail yeah it's someone else's email oh <laughs> like if i ever <laughs> i i usually this is my go-to when they ask at the cash you're talking about checking out like physically in person yes. you have to tell somebody your email address yes, or type it into the i mean there are a couple thing. times like if it's something uh, with a warranty or something that i think i need to give them my email address i will give them an email address if not i'll do one of two things I'll either give them somebody else's email address uh, because I don't want the emails. I don't need them. Right. And, you know, it's just someone. I'm like, hey, you know, look at you. It's hilarious. You're getting emails from Home Depot now or something like that. <laughs> or I just say no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, like I, I, I bought, like, a, a wipers. Like, oh, what's your email? It's like, I, no, don't have one. See, just, I, I, what do you need? I, I'm buying wipers here. You don't need the email. See, I need, to be, I need to be better about that. Someone asked me for my email. Okay, so I made my Gmail account my spam mail account. Okay. So if I, need a re- if I need to give my email for a receipt or for whatever, and I know they're going to send a lot of stuff, my Gmail account gets, uh, and then I don't have that. That account doesn't send alerts to my phone, so I never check it unless... How much did that cost? I gotta go back and look. Right, I'm. Uh, I've, I've gone on a big unsubscribe binge as of late. Like every email I get on my phone, it pops up above the email. Like, hey, you're. This is part of a mailing list. You can unsubscribe. And every time I see that, I've just been hammering the unsubscribe. I need. Uh, I, I need to be more productive with my time. Yeah. Uh, Mark in Buffalo, you're on WBEN. Uh, moving forward, what are you expecting to see? Well, I'm hoping that some things don't actually change. We've had some good improvements here, and one is the way that restaurants are so much cleaner now. You know, between between uh, uh, customers, you always find uh, that they're wiping down the salt and pepper shakers and the ketchup bottles. And I think that uh, we the world is probably a lot cleaner place now <laughs> because of all the cleaning we've been doing for the last year and a half. I like that. But that's uh, Mark, to me, that's almost like it's not a COVID thing. It's just something that should have been done forever and now they're actually doing it right right and i like it i think it's kind of nice when you pick up the ketchup bottle and it doesn't have dried up ketchup <laughs> it is a nice experience <laughs> hey uh mark thanks for the call i i noticed that definitely in restaurants um now i i wonder if that changes a little bit because there's not you know, everyone's been to one of the places now where, you know, flip this card over or you got a green table and red table. You can sit here, but not there. Now that that's gone and they're not paying attention too much to, oh, you know, someone flipped their card. I have to wipe this table down. I wonder if that does uh, change or stay the same. You know, I, I agree with Mark. And I actually said this mid-COVID. As, as you know, Brian, I uh, some people would say I'm a bit of a germaphobe. Um, I've always liked to have, you know, uh, the Purell and the hand sanitizer. I hope... 
one thing that, that sticks from this COVID pandemic are the extra Purell dispensers around. Uh, no matter where you are, there's always hand sanitizer. People actually washing their hands when they leave the bathroom. You know, th- this is good stuff that, you know, it's good hygiene and, and we can keep going. I, I agree with, I agreed with something the governor said yesterday. I am going to keep the extra bottle of hand sanitizer in my bag that I carry around. Uh, for, for, I mean, I, I did it already, but I'm hoping more people uh, do that. And Another thing. I I'm not. Do I gross you out before you continue? Do I? Because I'm like the anti. Well, I've, I've never seen you walk out of the bathroom without washing your hands. Well, I, that's you know that's the obvious one. Yeah. That's only because you're there too watching me. <laughs> um, but the hand sanitizer thing. As soon as I you know heard the surfaces, you know all these doctors say, well, it doesn't really spread on surfaces. You don't. I stopped using hand sanitizer before now because I've always been the uh, a little dirt does you good type of person yeah, a little right i i feel over sanitizing my hands is not I, I don't like that well i mean i have a hand sanitizer on my dog leash so you know i like to make sure there's always soap available um and it's not because of covid because like i said i was doing it long before covid but just good hygiene you know shower every day Wash your hands when you're leaving the bathroom. Like Brian said, if you're not doing it for you, do it for the benefit of the other person at the sink. Yeah. Don't be like Poppy when he's walking out and Jerry's there uh, at the sink and he goes, I, makes the pizza. I, sometimes I do do it for the show. Uh, Alan, you're on WBEM. What's going on? Hey, I got a couple questions for you. As a sports fan, I'm a Bills ticket holder. They've been given debit cards now for about four years now. Mm-hmm. But anyway, my point is, going to a Mets game or a Yankees game at Shady at Stadium, a Yankee Stadium, I'm confused. They say in, inside the Islanders Arena, you could have 5,000 5, or more, then you got to go to C- CDC rules. You see packed house there. You see a packed house at the Nets game. You see, and then they've sold, um, and I think Nassau Coliseum can hold 13,900. They've sold it out tonight, uh, t- uh, tomorrow right. night. I don't understand that the Mets games could still only hold 12,000, but yet he said full venue, full capacity outside. The Yankees games are only going to have 15,000. Well, I don't understand. What, what gives with. So, what they're doing over there for those uh, games of the Islanders, you mentioned the Nets, those are, if it's a full house, everyone has to show proof that you've been fully vaccinated okay. to go inside there. And it's not that case over in the Mets. And now the Yankees this upcoming Friday, Alan, uh, thanks for the call. That's going to be 100% capacity. And no one's going to have to show proof of a COVID test. You're not going to have to show proof of a vaccination. It's just you buy a ticket, you go to the game, just like you always used to starting this Friday at Yankee Stadium. However, those indoor arenas, those are one of the few places remaining where there are all those restrictions in place you're going to have to show something yeah, so uh, as, to be able to go. So as long as the Islanders and Nets are in the playoffs, they will have to be showing – they'll have to be a full vaccinated crowd, which they both teams have committed to. The rest of their run in the playoffs will be yeah. fully vaccinated crowds. Uh, Bruce, you're on WBEM. What's going on? Hello there, sir. I just wanted to expound on your junk mail, uh, your spam mail. Yes. Yeah. Well, I do the same thing with snail mail. The mail that the post office delivers has got junk mail. A lot of that junk mail has got a pre-postaged envelope in it. I just stuffed their stuff back into it and mail it back to them. 
<laughs> there you go. That's the uh, hot tip of the day here on PMS yeah. and Beamer. <laughs> hey, Bruce, appreciate the call. Uh, Bruce in North Tonawanda. I never thought to do that. Like, you know, you open up the mail, you send it back, and it's just, hey, this is just the same yeah. stuff we sent back. <laughs> They're using the postage we paid for to send back what we sent them. You know what, guy? Have you ever seen this? Uh, we got one of these in the mail over the weekend. Now, everyone has gotten the like credit card application or oh, you're yes. pre-approved, uh, everything like that in the mail. There's even the ones that include like a mock-up of what your your credit card yeah, would look card. like with your name on yeah. it. it. So it almost feels like there's a card in the mail kind of you know, spurs you to maybe open it to make yeah. sure it's not actually a card. Ooh, one of my cards expire? Right. We got one of those with an actual card in it Oh, with a $1,000 credit limit. Without that, applying? Right, that you could just start using. And the assumption is you start using it, then you want the credit card and, you, you know, you, you're pre-approved and you applied and whatever. Something seems not legal about that. Right. I'm you didn't even apply. They give you a line of credit. We get this. It was from a bank. We get this in the mail, and I'm saying, let's go on a spending spree. Let's go out to dinner. <laughs> we'll, use the, we'll say we never got it in the mail and <laughs> blame it on somebody else, right? I mean, they're sending us like a thousand dollar blank check almost. It's I can't believe they can do that. I was stunned to see it because I looked at it closely and I, I I think this is a real card. And then I read some of the fine print and it actually was. It just blew my mind. Wow. That is I've never heard of that before. I haven't either, but I, I you talk about the new type of fraud. Right? There you go. That's right for it. Hey, eight oh three 0930, you can uh, keep your calls coming in. Um, if you kind of think you're back to normal, if you're not, if you're not back to normal, why is that? Um, you know, what is it a state rule? Is it an employer rule? Is it something like that? And uh, so much more. BMAS and Beamer on WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome back. Beamaz and Beamer here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Hey, for all you runners out there that will be running in the Buffalo Marathon, either the half marathon, the 5K, or the full marathon, uh, it'll be a single start now, which I have not done a single start race in over a year. Uh, everything I've done in the last year has been every 30 seconds a runner goes. Not for the Buffalo Marathon. It'll be like the good old days, everyone starting at one single time. Yeah. I don't think they're taking any more runners. I, it's hard to tell, uh, just quickly glancing at this, but the spectators are allowed again for the marathon. I read and, it wrong. And uh, yeah. it might be tough, like 10 days notice. Like, yeah, I'm going to run a marathon. Yeah. <laughs> just, the, that's something you need a little time to train the for. The marathon part I can understand, but I thought maybe the 5K would open up. But I get it. Ten days ago, they've done so much yeah. to get the event to go on. Uh, but the good news is it'll feel like a normal race for the marathon. We're um, we're watching Russia on TV, the soccer game, though, not the uh, Putin-Biden <laughs> summit. But that's going on earlier. I loved earlier we saw the motorcade come down right uh and, and the motorcade was uh bringing president biden to the summit there were like 30 cars in this it kept on going there were so many different cars and i was thinking to myself aren't they talking climate like as yeah. part of this summit can we get rid of three of like, these is it hard to uh you know <laughs> mention the climate like you have like 30 vehicles like heavy armorized like gas you know chugging vehicles in your motorcade and you step out of that and it's like all right, how can we uh, get rid of some of the emissions? <laughs> yeah. what, what can we do here? Um, but we are talking what's changed, uh, what's different, what's the same after yesterday. Jill in Lakeview, you're on WBEM. What's on your mind? Good morning, guys. Love your show. Thanks, Jill. Um, so my son and daughter are graduating high school at Highmark Stadium next Friday. And uh, you have to show you know, either proof of vaccination, which my family and me are we're all vaccinated, or a negative test, but they're requiring that even if you're vaccinated, everybody must be wearing masks at all times. So I, I just don't understand, you know, what the, you know, is the stadium, does the school hasn't, you know, heard anything. So I'm just wondering if the stadium is supposed to, if they're going to put any, you know, any type of information out well without knowing the ins and outs of you know what, what's going that sounds like a school decision yeah. more so than it is a stadium I, I don't know if you've been told any differently but that sounds like that would be a school requirement because as of right now the state rules for the stadium is you can you can just go yeah i i'm confused about it too and i, and I was actually thinking about giving them a you know a ring today just because they really didn't say anything. It just said, you know, in the guidance of the parents regarding graduation that, you know, at the stadium, you know, masks must be worn at all times. So it was kind of, I don't know if it's a school thing or the stadium thing, but I 
I'll wear a mask, you know, going in and, you know, going through the, you know, checkpoint and everything. That's fine. But when I get to my seat, I'm taking that thing off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, you know what, Jill? Um, give us a call back when you, uh, you know, if you hear any more information and give us an update as to whether or not, you know, some of these events, they send out all these guidelines, they go through all this trouble, then all of a sudden a rule changes and you're allowed to do something else. You know, if the actual event will change with that, uh, give us a follow-up call. Let us know what's going on. And uh, thanks for the call this morning. That's Jill out in uh, Lakeview giving us a call this morning. Yeah, I, I think that'll probably be treated as a school event. Um, and we're probably going to see this through summer school uh, where a mask will be in the crowded areas of the stadium. The mask will still be uh, mandated. Hey, uh, Bill in Lockport, you're on WBEM. What's going on, Bill? Yeah, morning. Good show. Uh, I never left normal. Never, you know, uh, I've been to Vegas seven times since last February. Because I'll rub it in. Closed down. And, uh, I, I, you know, I got three of my family in health care facilities, and I never quit hugging them, seeing them, visiting them. And the only time I've worn a mask is when you have to, to go in somewhere where they won't let you in without the mask. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I wore it. That is... Uh, Neighbors a couple d- doors down wearing masks mowing their lawn. Well, it, I mean, that, that's a little bit of a, a yeah. different thing than what we're talking about. But now that those restrictions are lifted, you don't feel any different after yesterday? No, because I, I never followed the science. <laughs> Bill, can I ask you, this is just uh, my curiosity, but I think some people out there might care. Um, when's the earliest you went to Vegas during the pandemic? I was there February, April, and then the downtown closed down for, I think it was a month and a half, maybe two months. Okay. And as soon as Fremont opened back up, I was right back there. What was that like when uh, when it opened back up? Oh, you had to wear a mask in public. But, it, I mean, you could still enjoy a soda or a beer while you gambled. And, you know, when you were outside, you didn't need to mask. But were, you entered somewhere, you had to have a mask. Were flights and a hotel cheaper than usual? So then Fremont pretty much opened everything. <laughs> Bill, Joe's I, trying to use you as his travel agent right well, now. I, so. I'm just curious, like, was it? did you get a good deal going to Vegas during the pandemic? Everything was a lot cheaper. Flights were cheaper. Uh, I'm sure you had a good time and you were able to do it uh, cheaper than usual. That's all. Cheap until February of this year. Well, okay. We all know why. I'm I'm glad that you've been able to keep your sense of normalcy as best you can, Bill, and uh, we thank you for the call. Uh, we'll go uh, over to Alan Chiktawaga. You're on WBEN. Yes, I need you guys' advice. Okay. One of our groups that normally gets together uh, does not want to get the vaccine. Should we invite them or not? The rest of our group is vaccinated. I think you, uh, in my non-medical opinion, I think you should invite them. I was going to say, first off, Alan, my first piece of advice, don't turn to me and Joe for advice. <laughs> that being said, after that, I from everything we've heard from all our medical experts, if you've been vaccinated, you don't really have anything to worry about. And actually, look, if there's only one person in the group, that would be the safest place for that person to be if they haven't been vaccinated right in a room full of other vaccinated people who are extremely unlikely to pass over the virus at all yeah but this vaccine is only 95 percent accurate or right Uh, now i i like that you called with this because alan you it's kind of like a point that and tell me if this makes sense to you that it's 
I call it the uh, the tale of the Knievels, right? That so say you were talking about this little get together you have with your friends back in December, and you were getting together as a lot of us were, you know, to watch a Bills game or do something like that back in December. Cases were much high. I mean, extremely uh, way higher, more prevalent, more COVID in the community here in Western New York uh, than there is now for sure. I mean, you were talking about 10% of people who got tested uh, had a positive result. Now it's uh, 0.4 around there, right? So that to give you an idea of how much more COVID was around. If you got together back then, you're kind of living like Evil Knievel, right? I mean, you want to go on, but what did Evil Knievel do before his jump? Right, he, They threw a piece of plywood on top of a couple oil barrels, and they said, let's go out there, right? And he's the coolest guy, and he goes out there, he does the jump, and there's a lot of risk involved. And you know what? He crashes at the end, and sometimes he walks away, and sometimes he gets carried away. And you don't really know what's going to happen at the end. And that's you, you kind of felt like you were living like Evil Knievel with a big get-together six months ago. And now it's the other. Now you're living like Robbie Knievel, his son, right? And Robbie Knievel tried to be a daredevil like his dad. But what did Robbie Knievel do? Robbie Knievel didn't slap the plywood over the oil barrel. (laughs) Robbie Knievel had a team of scientists, and they measured out his ramp, and they did to the exact specifications. And, Robbie, this is how fast you need to hit on that speedometer of your uh, little dirt bike that doesn't weigh anything to make it over these buses and make it on the other end with both your wheels planted firmly on the ground. And so when he took that jump... I mean, you had the fun of the jump. He went over the buses. But in the end, the risk, I mean, it's still there, but it's been mitigated to almost a complete extent. And now you're living like Robbie Knievel, right, uh, as opposed to Evil Knievel, where, I mean, sure, there's a little bit of risk involved. But generally speaking, you have all this information. You have the tools at your disposal. In Robbie Knievel's uh, case, it's someone smart next to him instead of whoever evil had uh, next to him. In your case, it's the vaccine. And you should feel free to kind of go out there and fly, right? Does that make any sense to you? I ask you a simple question. Why the hell did you get into all that? (laughs) That's what popped into my head. That's what I've been uh, been thinking about that a little bit, right? Uh, Alan, thanks so much for the call. I have Um, to say, that was beautiful. That was absolutely beautiful. To me, that that is the world that we're living in, right? It's the tale of the Knievels. You you were kind of maybe playing fast and loose last year. There's no vaccine. There's way more people who have covid I mean, you don't know what's going to happen in the end. You know, Evil lived after the jump, sure, yeah. but did he get banged up? In the, you, you don't know, right? Nope. It's it's a little risky, and the doctors would tell you that. Now, if you're vaccinated, you know, you're you're Robbie Knievel, right? I mean, you are you got all the information. You can do this without, you know, much of a risk and, and go for it. And, and there's a text coming in, and, and this is where, again— Brian and I, we're not medical professionals, but this is where there seems to be that messaging that Brian and I have been talking about for the last few months, uh, this messaging around COVID. Uh, We've heard from numerous doctors that now that we have more studies, more science, even if you are care, if you have uh, um, COVID-19 or symptoms, not symptoms, uh, the virus COVID-19, most likely you won't be showing symptoms and you won't have enough of the virus to pass it on. We've heard that now from numerous doctors. So again, still early in the process of the vaccination, uh, but it seems as we learn more and more, even if you were one of the 5% to get COVID, it's not a fatal case, mostly, and 
you don't have enough to pass it on. Brenda in Buffalo, you're on WBEN. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. What's going on, Brenda? Yeah, I, I'm going to tell you, I, I can, can see why some people are leery, because I'm still leery now. And even though I haven't had the vaccination, and uh, people have been vaccinated, true enough, and then some haven't, but they say they will say they will, that they have. So uh, I, I still, uh, at times, I still wear uh, a face shield, uh, especially since restaurants are open now and there's more people that can sit at a table, an experience that I had about a couple of weeks ago. I was sitting, it was six of us at a table, three on one side, three on the other, and uh, someone was talking, a person next to me was talking, they turned to me and spit blew out of their mouth onto my face. I didn't have my mask on. So, however, I didn't, I didn't get upset. But what I did was I took some of my uh, hand sanitizer and put it on my napkin and wiped the area because I was very leery. But then now that I, when I'm sitting at a table and we're not sitting enough far apart, in fact, I just wear my face shield because I'm going to wear something because even though I'm vaccinated, I don't want no one spit on me. And now I realize that... Um, Spit doesn't just drop to the floor. It sprays, especially when your tongue lifts, lifts up. Because I looked at the person, they've been they've been drinking, and uh, we were too close in order for it to... I, I feel like you have to tell your friends to, you know, just watch their spit while they're uh, talking. Sounds like you got some friends who uh, let it fly when they're uh, talking to you. Well, they can't help it, really. <laughs> really, no, for sure. You know, you really... Don't know for sure, but yes, it. it uh, I see where it that did happen, but that that was not a good feeling for me to be to have it happen like. Brenda, can, can I ask you this? Uh, it, you know, the vaccine. Uh, I'm, personally, I got the vaccine, and you know, COVID's kind of a secondary thought now. Is there? Will there be a point where you feel more comfortable, or feel as comfortable as you did in 2019? kind of doubt it very uh, to be honest i really kind of doubt it uh because um it's it's going to be a new experience because i don't still don't get up close to a person if i do hug it's just mostly a hug and then we step back so it's just a quick hug and, and our faces are turned other ways and then we just and then we still like uh, bump elbows or whatever or we put a hand in front of our heart and rub our heart uh and do the love sign of the heart but um as far as me just getting up there, nobody really wants that. And a lot of people that I'm with and, and that I'm hanging with, a lot of them don't really want that anymore because I'm a person um, who will get a cold very quickly. Uh, I had TB in 73, so my resistance is not very high. And uh, even though um, it's not very high, I, catch bron- I get bronchial infections quite um quickly uh working in the school system i used to always come have a a bronchitis get bronchitis from the children coming in and coughing on you all the time uh or or situations like that that's why i always got the flu shot every year but it didn't stop a cold because you could still get a cold uh even though you get a flu shot so uh and then with a new strain coming out we don't even know how this strain is either. Well, we, we do know that the vaccine is effective against every, you know, every time you hear the word variant, it's effective against it. And uh, we hear that again and again and again. And I, I hope, Brenda, that that can, you know, bring you some sense of relief. Um, and, you know, talking to the doctors that you hear on our station can kind of maybe uh, make you feel a, a little bit more comfortable because 
as they all say, if you've been vaccinated, you're fully vaccinated, you really you don't have anything to worry about. Is it possible that you can still catch COVID? Sure. I mean, it, it, it is possible. There is a slight possibility. But if you do catch it, what do we know? You're likely not going to get very sick. You're, you're probably definitely not going to get hospitalized or end up passing away from it because of the vaccine and how effective it is, according to our doctors. I hope that, you know, that can maybe uh, soften that in your mind a little bit and you will become a little bit more comfortable in seeing people that you're with. Thank you so much for the call. That's Brenda in Buffalo. And I... Uh, It makes me sad, you know, to hear calls like that because there are people who will never quite be comfortable. And part of it is you hear, well, the variants, you have to worry about the variants. I mean, what was the story I've been reading about the uh, Delta variant is its main symptoms are a runny nose or, you know, these things that it's you have to kind of look if you're going to look at information online. You kind of have to look at it all. And if all looking online is doing is making you a little more uh, frantic and hectic Sign and worried off. about seeing people who are close to you, then maybe it's time to take a step back. Yeah. I mean, the Delta variant, it, you pointed out this morning, it, it's yes, it, it spreads easier, but it doesn't have the same symptoms or the it, it, it's not as a fatal of a strand because it, it can spread. Well, no, no, we don't know that. We don't know anything. It seems but that so, way, though. So everything you hear, people don't know 100%. You just know that it's kind of COVID. You know the vaccine's effective well, against it. Well, yeah, what we do know is that so far in this country and overseas, people who have the vaccine have been protected against every variant up to 95%. There is not another vaccine. Think of the flu shot. We all talk about how important it is to get your flu shot. That at most is 40% because of different variants. So far, every variant has been protected so far by this vaccine. And that should be something that gives you a calming sense of relief or at least a little more comfort than you had a few months ago. More people call for medical advice. We're going to have to uh, have a doctor as our co-host because that's, uh, let me tell you, this is the last place you want to be calling for medical advice. Uh, you know, speaking of somebody who does know a little something about being health conscious, did you see Ronaldo yesterday? I did. A Cristiano Ronaldo uh, at the Euro tournament. After all the games, they have their press conferences and they set up all their sponsors uh, you know, in front and behind. I mean, it's all sponsors everywhere except for where Ronaldo is sitting. <laughs> he removed uh, bottles of Coke. Coca-Cola was sitting on the table because they're a major sponsor of the tournament. He took them away and replaced it with a bottle of water because, you know, he's uh, he very much wants to promote being more healthy and healthy living. The value of Coca-Cola fell in the region of $4 billion after that. (laughs) Wow. Because the stock went down. I mean, it went back up eventually. But it was pretty funny to watch that uh, price. It fell from $56.10 to $55.20. So almost fell a dollar a share right after uh, Cristiano Ronaldo removed the Coke from the uh, to and put the water down. And then, that wasn't the only one. Uh, Later on the day, Paul uh, Paul Pogba... Removed on the other side, there's a bottle of Heineken. And he's a practicing Muslim, so does not drink any alcohol. Remove the Heineken. Doesn't want to be, you know, I don't want my name associated with that. Put a water bottle on there. And that's kind of neat. You know, that's woman athletes taking control. Hey, this is my image too. Cristiano Ronaldo, I don't want people looking at me and thinking I'm drinking a bunch of pop and that's why I got where I am. And uh, Paul Pogba, the same way with beer. Yeah, if if you're preparing for a soccer match, uh, you should not be drinking uh, 
carbonated beverages. Let's just put it that way. Is that your medical advice, Joe? That is a medical. That's medical advice. I'll stand by. All right. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to have a carbonated beverage before going to the gym or playing soccer. Don't you though? Aren't you drinking uh, your carbonated? Not monster? before the gym. Okay. All right. Just making I sure. That's before this show. Just making sure. Um, <laughs> hey, we'll be back with you tomorrow. Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.